Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Welcome back to another episode of Audio Shelf. This is a very special one because we're sitting in opposite seats yes, today. Yes, exactly. I'm on the right and Brittany's on the left. Yeah. It's we're using our dominant hands today. Exactly. Is there another reason why this is a special episode? Um, something with it being triple digits. Triple digits. Like our like breast size? I think those are just double, alphabetical. Double digit. Okay. Yeah. Um maybe hmm. it's the one hundred one, I love one. that show, 100. Oh, me too. Oh, my God. That's a good show. It's such a good show. I need to catch up on it, though. Uh, I have not been keeping up with it. 100th episode. Oh, my God. Oh, that's yes. it. That's it. Oh. That's it. You're smart. You're a genius. Thank you. Thank you. It's our 100th episode. It's 100 episode. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Where's yes, our yes, cake? Yes. Yes. Um, Sean and Eddie both failed at their jobs of knowing that this was our 100th episode and getting us a cake. Mm, they need to make us a keto cake. Keto. Because on this 100th episode, we are on the keto diet. We are. And we are succeeding. We just made Cheetos. Yes. Keto, keto Cheetos. Cheetos. Keto Cheetos. <laughs> um. So what we are doing today is it is not our normal episode where we review a book and then we read the stats and then we go through it and we give our review and da 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 da. We're also not interviewing anyone today. We are choosing our own adventure. Oh, that's that's exactly what we do here at Audio Shelf is we choose our own adventures. Yes, we do. But this time we're actually choosing our own. Yes. So I, <laughs> I, I just agreed. I didn't know what I was what I was agreeing to, but um, okay. Okay. <laughs> Sounded good. <laughs> So I um, saw this on the Jenna and Julian podcast, which is, of course, like also two YouTubers, Jenna Marbles and Julian Salamito. And they did one like super weird one. Oh. Yeah. So I was like, this is the perfect kind of episode for Audio Shelf. Mm -hmm. And then since it was our 100th episode, I proposed it to Brad mm -hmm. to be our 100th episode Super extravaganza. Yes, this is what we're doing because we had no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. And we're living for it. Like, this yes. is it. This yes. is it. So you'll get a little taste of, like, us just chatting, us doing book things, and then us also, like, I don't know, we can do some voices and stuff Ooh, in there. Okay. All yes. Right. All right. Okay. All right. So we're going to jump in. We haven't chosen the story yet, so we are going to go through the site with you guys listening just choosing a story to do. And uh, we are using the website. Oh, what's that website? Chooseyourstory.com. Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. Super easy. You just, if you know how to spell out choose and not chose, it's chooseyourstory.com. They're not sponsoring <laughs> us. And yes, thank you, no. the dot com. <laughs> I mean, we're .me, so it could have been anything. That's true. Is this free? Yes. Yes, it is. It is free, and they have a ton of stories on here. So they have fantasy adventure, they have modern adventure, sci-fi, edutain, edutain, edutainment, 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 edutainment. Oh wow, that was hard. That was weird. Whew. Hmm. That was a doozy. Um, school based. School based. If you just want to go back to school, mm -hmm. mystery slash puzzle. Yes. Fan fiction. And everything else. Wait, I said and, but it wasn't actually and. Love and dating, horror, horror, uh, newly created story games, and top rated story games. Mm, there is one that caught my eye. Which one? Mommy, can I go out and kill tonight? That's literally <laughs> the one that they did on Jenna and Julie. Oh, did they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they did that one on their show. Oh, wow. Dang. Um, I mean, we can do that one again. Well, the no, Walmart no. game? The Walmart game. Susie Strange Saga. Oh, oh my let's God. See. Let, let, yeah, let's see these. I'm going out. <laughs> <laughs> A confused criminal. What? A, A man to the slaughter? Hmm. A very special choose your story? Airport nightmare. Airport and African safari? Answer the call? Oh. Is that a story? 
I, yeah, the, I think all they're all these... stories. They're all stories. Cougar crossing, imminent threat. Oh my god. <laughs> Cyrus the Great Beast Hunter. Ducky Park. Drive fast. <laughs> wow. So all these are stories and you create your own. You go through them and they give you um choices. Hmm. And then you do the choicey things and that's what happens. Interesting. All right. Well, I let's... think these are the ratings over here. So like I can hear you has the high one. That's okay. So the higher the rating, the better it is or. I think so. Like look at. So the length, this means that they're like shorter thing. Whatever that means. Difficulty. Difficulty. Is, okay. Number of one Whoa, through four. Eight. Oh, Jeez. eight. Is that an eight? Yeah, that's an eight. A very choo- special choose your story. As a long one, too. Um, and then we have them all down here. There's a seven. I don't know why. Why would they be difficult, though? Like, is it hard to read? Is there a lot of, like, definitions? Words I can't pronounce. So we'd probably stay away from those. Yes. Okay, cool. Martha answer the phone. Ooh. Oh, that's Martha answers the phone. Oh. Oh, damn. By Mr. Marbles. That's a two, a 3.6, and it's like a medium length. Okay. Mommy, can I go out and kill tonight is a seven. Oh. And it's very long. And it has mm. a 6.93. Now, see, I did not think – I played through it myself when they were playing it too because I just wanted to – some of the choices that they made, mm-hmm. I wanted to go through and pick my own hmm. um, and see how, like, different each thing was. I – it was long, but I didn't find it to be, like – too terribly long so the fact that the meter is like full that i feel means that it might some of these other ones might might be that long okay got it if that makes sense does posty rips it up um spoon boy must die oh my god (laughs) can we do that one yes okay okay we are doing spoon boy must die by kidnark it has like a medium length and it has a difficulty rating of three okay. and it has a rating of 3.8. So the highest I've seen is like a seven. Okay. So I'm expecting it to be good. Um, Play Spoon Boy Must Die. Oh, maturity level two out of eight. Mm-hmm. Choking hazard for children under four. Oh my god! It contains content that may not be suitable for persons under age six. Oh, okay. So okay. this is oh, so the player rating is the three point eight eight out of eight. So it doesn't have a very high rating, hmm. but um, kind of boring. But this one says fun right above it. I shaved his dog and put him in his place. What does that but, mean? What? <laughs> What the hell you got me into? I don't know. Are you ready to play Spoon Boy yes, Must Die, Yes, let's though? do it. Oh, oh, my <laughs> oh, my God. What is that? That's Spoon Boy. That's Spoon Boy. Okay, so the first thing that we are greeted with is a, like, kind of distorted picture of one of those weird high school photos that you get taken in high school. He looked like he got nuts in his mouth. <laughs> he probably has a lot of nuts in his mouth. He's a nutty, nutty boy. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Okay, so you just lost your girlfriend. Guess who she walks hand in hand with into the sunset? Spoon boy. Spoon boy. You go to church thinking the air of God would calm you down. Guess who one of the altar boys is? Spoon Spoon boy. (laughs) You run out of the church and someone in a beat-up sedan is honking at you. Who's driving it? Spoon Spoon boy's father. father. (laughs) Uh, how's it like to know my boy is a better gentleman than you with Tiffany, loser? (laughs) (laughs) What? What a harsh father. (sighs) Spoonboy's little bro, Brian, pulls up alongside his dad and says, Tiffany never liked you. She pitied you and dated you only so you don't break down and cry. I don't want to say that word. (laughs) It's the R word. (laughs) Why would they put that? I don't know. Crying, you run home. Fighting back more tears, you feel another emotion. Rage. (laughs) You must fight Spoon Boy if you don't want him effing up the rest of your... Okay, so they put effing up, but but they they put the R word in in there. Oh, my goodness. Rest of your high school days, what do we do? Everyone has... Okay, so our choices are fighting doesn't solve anything. Just ignore Spoon Boy. 
everyone has their own Alamo. Fight back. Uh, we're fighting back. Are we? Okay. Yes. Violence is key. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you read this. Good things shouldn't happen to bad people. You know in your heart that Spoon Boy must be stopped. Ooh, damn. Not just for yourself, but for every other poor kid at school who has to deal with him. And for, and for kids at other schools who have a Spoon Boy of their own. And the schools of the world... With their own spoon boys. Doesn't it? What? Does that say the same thing? What? Isn't that the same That's thing? That's the same sentence, just different wording. But, yeah. That's weird. Okay. okay. So, so the options are yes. go to school for payback. What? I don't know what that means. Go to spoon boy's house. We're going to spoon boy's house. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. So I feel like if we go back, if we go to school, <laughs> if we go to spoon boy's house, his dad and brother are going to be there. Okay. And they might join in. They might join in. But then if we go to school to beat him up, then the principal might be there and we might get expelled. Yeah, we might get expelled. <laughs> we don't want expulsion. Um, what do we do? But if we go to school, there might be more people helping us. Oh, that's true. Hmm. But if no, yeah, if everybody doesn't like Spoon Boy as much as we don't like Spoon Boy, that hmm. could be a possibility. But I think there'll be a lot of drama at the house. I feel like there's going to be a lot. I mean, you heard how that dad was talking. I mean, you, they yeah. live in a trailer. They live in a trailer. I mean, his name is Spoon Boy and his brother's name is Brian. Yeah. Like who names one kid Spoon Boy and the other one Brian? <laughs> <laughs> like what's up with this what world? Is it? What is it? So are we going to school or house? Let's rock, paper, scissors. Right. I'll be school. You be Spoon Boy's okay. house. Okay. Rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors. Shoot. Oh, okay, we're going to school. <laughs> I win. All right. Oh. Okay. You know where Jason... Oh. oh. Jason Spoonboy's locker is. You also know he has gym class for first period. He has a locker there, but you don't know which. What's your decision? Hmm. Spoonboy's class locker or Spoonboy's gym locker? Um, Gym locker because he has some yes. stanky drawers. Yes. We are going to make this locker hurt. <laughs> All right. You wait until first period has started before you enter the locker room. A couple of student assistants are hanging about. <laughs> Ask the student's assistants for help or... Give up and go to the second period class. I mean, don't we want to ask for help? We're asking for help. Yeah, Why are we going to give up? Ask. We don't give up. Oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> what? That's, that's, that's nipple. We need to... Does this screen need to be bigger? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we can make it bigger. Oh, he's a student assistant. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, dang. He's taking selfies before selfies were a thing. Yes. Oh, oh look at them gosh. Levi's. Some nice carpenter jeans. Is this wrong? <laughs> uh, a tall, beefy dude shakes his head and says, I'm sorry. I don't know where Jason's locker is, but I know where Brian's locker is. Brian Spoonboy. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's leprechaun bro been a total... What? Uh, what? An another jock says, Jason's leprechaun bros been a total. Jason's comma? leprechaun bros been. Oh, I get. Been a total comma. Been a total, and then he stopped. Another jock says, he's a who deserves to get. <laughs> what? Wait, he's a who deserves to get. He's a who deserves to get. I don't, I'll give you five bucks. I don't know what that means. To muck up his I don't know. What, they, what are they saying? I think they're from the 90s. You take the money and they give you a bundle of condiments. Oh, I love Oh, condiments. I love condiments. Catsup. Oh, oh. Crimson catsup. But we can only have a tablespoon. What? Oh, yeah. In lots of crimson catsup. <laughs> 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 no, I see what you're saying. Catsup. <laughs> you write on Brian's locker. You're dead meat, dork. Oh, my gosh. You're dead meat, dork. You are dead meat, dork. Uh. <laughs> now done, which door will you take? Oh. Let's scroll down. Hopefully his back door, if you know what I mean. Oh. <laughs> oh. Door to the hall or door to the gym? I mean, if I feel like we're going to get more pictures of this if we go to the gym. I know. I kind of want to go to the hall. Let's go to the or hall. Or do you want to go to the gym? No, let's go to the hall. Let's go to okay. the hall because I think there's going to be more people. Okay. Oh, there's nothing. 
Just as you place your hand on the hall door's knob, Jason enters through that door. And boy, is he glad to see you. You get slam dunk into the waste bucket. Ooh. Ew. And and he leaves you there. Only the janitor who cleans the locker room after school helps you out. Oh. Go back and try again. (laughs) (laughs) We failed. We have to go back. Oh, oh, okay. The whole thing? The whole thing. Okay. So we're going to do the same thing. Everyone has their Alamo. We're Let's go to Schoolboy's house this time. Okay. Let's go to Schoolboy's house. All right. Good thing you know where this, those screw heads live. They don't know that, but it's all right. You start to walk there. On the way, Brian drives by in his minivan. What a loser. What a weirdo. And shouts, our word. Our word. Our word. <laughs> Squidward. <laughs> At you. You only smile because he doesn't suspect a thing. Oh, we're going to turn the carbon monoxide oh, on in this house. Exactly. They're exactly. Dead. They're definitely dead. Take my earrings off. You make it to the Spoon Boy's driveway. To the Spoon Boy's driveway. <laughs> the sedan is parked there. And no one's around to see what you're up to. Ooh. Popcorn popper on wheels or shave the family pet. Oh, that's, that's what they're talking about. Yeah. I don't know if I want to shave the family That's pet. abuse. Yeah. And I'm not about that life. Popcorn popper on wheels. Ooh. Ooh. Remembering the bag of Orville <laughs> Redenbacher. This is highly specific. <laughs> that is just like the brand of popcorn. In your hidden sixth pocket. Why do you have six pockets, boy? <laughs> I don't even have two. Barely. Oh, my God. He's pocket boy. Oh, my gosh. You got a good idea. You walk over to the family sedan, searching for the gas, whatchamacallit. <laughs> you know Orville Redenbacher, but you do not know what a gas cap is. <laughs> oh, it's, in the, it's in the back behind the license plate. You pour the popcorn kernels into the gas tank. <laughs> if physics are as seen in comedy movies, then you turn the spoonmobile into the mobile. <laughs> One of the many wonders of science and technology. Laughing, you head home. <laughs> to find out if it worked, click this link. Oh, I don't know. The night passed and no kamikaze spoon boys came up to your front lawn to set themselves on fire. What? What? You know spoon boy doesn't know where you live and that brings you some comfort. You go to school. You see Brian in the hallway. His hair is yellow from all the buttery popcorn his dad forced him to clean out of the sedan. <laughs> okay, so is this revenge on Brian or do are we getting Jason Spoon? Boy? I think we're I think it's all coming back on Brian. Okay. The dad took the minivan to work because his sedan still smells buttery. Huzzah! <laughs> you see Jason in your homeroom looking rather peeved. His mossy hair is still black, but he had to walk to school with Brian. Explaining to hecklers why his little bro is so greasy yellow. Ugh. Should we laugh? I'm laughing. I'm laughing I'm hardcore. I'm laughing all day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner laughter. <laughs> <laughs> You're the best cackle. Uh, why so gloom? Someone spoon. glum. Is it glum? I think so. If you take the L out, Why it's so gum. glum? Yeah, yeah, glum. Why so glum? <laughs> Someone spoon out your happiness? <laughs> my insult from now on. Get it? Because he's Spoon because Boy? Because he's Spoon Boy. Uh, Jason sinks lower into his seat until his hair sticks out over his desk. Hey, another student says, I heard about your new popper. You should, <laughs> you should have waited for me to come before you cleaned it out. I heard the popcorn's fresh and buttery. Ew. Ew, buttery uh. with what? Buttery and sticky. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Soon the entire homeroom is laughing at Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany leaves him and gets back together with you. Oh, dang. Congratulations. You got even with Spoon Boy. Now go leave your comments and play again. We won. We won. We won. We didn't even have to shave a pet. We didn't have to shave a pet at all. That is phenomenal. So now that you finished Spoon Boy Must Die, he didn't die though. Um, definitely did not die. How would you rate it? Um, hmm. I think it would bring you, I think it might be, it wasn't, we didn't pay for it, so I think it's worth every cent. It's worth every cent, for yes. real. Um, no thanks. Okay, let's, it's, it's 522 okay, now. Okay, okay. So let's find another short one. Yes. Okay, what do we want to do? I want to do something c- crazy. Like, scary? Um, ooh, I want to do something scary. Ooh, horror? Okay. Horror. 
Oh, look at that background, though. Oh, that looks- one has a six. Wait, no, that's difficulty. Um, that looks like, is that like a volcano with syrup being poured on it? Right in the back? Yeah. Oh. What is that? Interesting. That makes me want pancakes. Mm. They have keto pancakes. Oh, really? It's just almond flour and coconut flour. <sighs> Everything is I gotta good. Make, I gotta make it start cooking. After the happy part? Mmm. Apocalypse yesterday. All right, what's not mm. happening today, so I don't care. Cannibals rub. See, okay, so I don't like zombies. I don't like cannibal stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm cool with everything else. Okay. Like, I... Cannibals Makes just, sense. like, weird me out. Makes sense. Ghost house. Ooh. Despacito. <laughs> what is that word? Despitious? Despitious. Despitious. Is it like insidious, but like despitious? Hmm. Halloween assignment. Halloween. Hey, look, it's a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Hollow adventure. Halloween adventure. Ooh, horror house? In the deep of the night. Ooh. Ooh that has a five rating. Ooh, do we want to do this one? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Okay. All right. Whatever. What? This oh, is a big page. This is a really big page. Oh, this is like a poem. Oh, is this a, is this a poem? Is that a sonnet? Okay, I'll read a line, then you read a line. Okay. Paul's scraping across rough ground. Shaggy silver fur sparkling with moonlight. Pointed teeth, white and glistening. Yellow eyes glinting, searching. A scent in the forest air. Flesh. Blood. Dog-like head raises upward. A lupine? Lupine? Lup- Lupin? 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 A lupin? Howl calls. <laughs> uh, claws dig into the loamy earth. The pace quickens. Slipping behind trees, lurking under foliage, just out of sight. A light in the dark, flickering softly. A man! Who? A soft flesh. The smell of sweat. Of fear. Overheard! A raven screams. The man takes no notice. He does not realize. Creeping closer, Paul pads, pressing into the gravelly ground. Soundless. <laughs> Mouth open. Jaws wide. A maw of death. Crouching. Leaping. Pouncing. Sinking teeth into flesh. Ripping. Tearing. Blood. Screams. Darkness. We're going to cry out, right? Yeah, I think that's the only option. <laughs> we have to cry out. Oh. Okay, who wants to read the oath? All right, do the oath. Okay, you're just hoping the next one is shorter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the oath. You wake up, body slick with sweat. Oh, I love when you wake mm. up and your body it's slick nice. with sweat. Mm. Mm. It's like crispy. Your home, a log cabin just on the outskirts of the forest, has no bed, so you sleep on the floor. On top of a mat of pelts. By trade and by nature, you have spent your life in solitary, trapping in the woods and occasionally selling the furs and meat in town. Your house reflects the simple life you live. One room, complete with a fireplace, a chest of clothes, and a mantelpiece, from which you hang your musket and hunting knife. The musket was your father's. It was well-crafted. The barrel is rifled. Yep, that's the right word. Yep. Allowing for an increase in range and accuracy. Oh. Hmm. Unlike most of the villagers in town who own flintlocks, your musket is a cap lock, a design that is far easier to reload. Instead of rounded musket balls, you keep several cartridges of mini, mini balls. balls. <laughs> <laughs> what is that word? It has an accent over the mini e. balls. Mini balls. Pointed, grooved, rifled shot, which fire faster, farther, and penetrate deeper. Ooh. Mm. Give him my number. (laughs) I'll get that rifle a home to sleep in. (laughs) The gun has always felt natural to you, like an extension of your hand. So when you wake, covered in sweat and shivering, as you often do, Mm -hmm. you hand, oh, your hand reaches instinct. Instinct instinctively that's the word mm-hmm. for the supple familiar curves of the musk okay this is making uh, me want a the, gun what the hell i want to go buy a gun right now <laughs> you sit there 
Your back to the raw wooden wall, musket loaded and trained on the door. Your fingers rest easily on the trigger, ready to fire. Ever since your father was killed, you have had these nightmares. Just eleven years old, wandering in the forest and discovering the remains. The scraps of cloth and torn flesh. The jagged bones and bloodied ground. The rifle lying on the ground, muzzle still warm. And the paw prints. They were wolf, clearly but wholly different from any wolf track you have ever seen before, and even back then you knew them all by heart. This print was huge, a paw nearly as large as a man's hand. Oh, my God. With thick claws that left thin furrows on the hard earth. You know what they say about big hands? Big snouts? Mm -hmm. That was the day you inherited your father's musket and everything else he owned. Mm. That was the day the nightmares began, and that was the day you swore to destroy the beast. At any cost. Mm -hmm. Get up. Yeah, get up. That's the only option. Get up, get up, and get <clears throat> down. Yeah. All right, oh, here we it's go. Longer. It's longer. Sorry about it. A new day. Cautiously, you prop the musket against the cabin wall and rise stiffly to your feet. Inside the cabin, all is darkness. The only light entering strands through the cracks in the thick oaken door. Unhitching the creaking iron latch, you open the door and shield your eyes from the sun's morning glow. It's not really creepy. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you made it creepy. <laughs> Kneeling beside the door, you cup your hands and scoop up a handful of icy rainwater. Ooh, chilly. Mm-hmm. From a wooden bucket by the wall. Bracing yourself, you splash the water all over your face. Wincing as the frigid liquid trickles down your long, matted beard. Hair. hair. <laughs> I meant hair. Why does he have so much hair? <laughs> oh, I guess your um, hair on your head. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We're reading so much about werewolves. I, I thought, I thought I was reading beard, and because he put the face, <laughs> water in his it face. Been, yeah, it could have been beard. Hmm. Dampening your yellowed nightshirt. Ew. Ew. Does he bathe? No, he doesn't. Now properly awakened, you begin to feel the terror of the night. Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> The night, night Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> With the morning comes courage. Ooh. It is the night. That's a quote. I know, right? With That's the morning comes courage. I like that. Mm. It is the night that tests you. Returning into the comparative warmth. Okay. Comparative warmth. Yep. <laughs> Returning into the comparative warmth of your cabin, you examine your reflection in a chipped mirror above the mantle. Your hair is long and matted. As, we know this. Yes, we do. He comes talking about his hair. As you stare into the mirror, you absentmindedly drag a deer bone comb through it, ripping the ripping free thick knots of twined black hair. Ugh. He has so much hair description. So much hair. I wonder what his back looks mm -hmm. like. Black like the night. Hair sufficiently disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to beat you, I'm hair. I'm going to beat you, hair. Uh, you run a hand across your face. The skin across your cheeks are prickly with the unruly beginnings of a beard. Oh, he doesn't have a beard at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your father's never grew a beard. He oh. Always... <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> he always, he's always kept his cheeks smooth. Ooh, smooth like a baby bottle. <laughs> your, your mother, though, your she mother. grows a beard. <laughs> your mother, a stirred woman of... Puritanical nature. Dang. Mm. <laughs> Look at you with that thesaurus. <laughs> what? I don't know. <sighs> Always said that a man was proved by his beard. A man with no beard was just a woman in disguise. <gasps> That's a quote too. That's a drag queen. I can I can imagine RuPaul saying that. Exactly. Your parents often fought. Your mother hated the woods, and because of that, she began to hate your father, and you by extension. Ew, that's rude. So rude. So family drama. I know. They need a psychologist. When she left your father, she slapped him across the face and said, I always knew you were pathetic. It's like his grandmother. I can only hope your son does not choose to follow in your footsteps. Ooh, your Paul Brandt. Mm. Staring fixedly into the cracked mirror, you draw your long hunting knife and scrape it along your cheeks, under the chin, below the jaw. The newly grown hairs fall like wheat to a scythe. Ooh. Collecting. Ooh. This is so strangely... It's very it's, specific. It's, it's really done well. It is. Um, collecting on the ground below. Later, when you get that fire started, you will toss them in and burn them. Burn the hair? Yeah. 
That's gonna stink. It's gonna be, be majorly stink. That's yeah. That's like not no. Just leave it. Mm-hmm. Satisfied, you sheath the knife and feel your cheeks smooth and unbearded, just like your father's. <laughs> Next, you remove your weathered nightshirt and don a pair of leather pants, a wool skirt, no, shirt. shirt, a wool shirt. <laughs> he is a woman in disguise. <laughs> and leather vest, as well as some thick boots, good for hiking in silence. Ooh. Dressed and ready to go. Ready? <laughs> Dressed and ready, you, you stoop to relight the extinguished fire when a sense grips you, a certain instinct. The smell. Like burning hair? Mm-hmm. A fear in the air. Feel in the air. Poking your head out of the cabin door, you look eastwards, away from the forest, toward the distant village. I totally saw you look that way. <laughs> the other way. Which is nestled in the cradle of a lush valley. There, mounting the valley's oh. farthest flank. Who's mounting who? <laughs> thick black rain clouds gather. If rain falls on the forest, does it, will, it make a sound? Does it make a sound? It will turn the paths to muck and the tracks of indecipherable slush. Ew. On the other hand, a full day of hunting is tiring work, especially in an empty stomach. Yeah. Tracking, especially in these woods, requires every bit of energy. Oh, what should we do? Eat first or leave without a meal? I, I mean, mean, always eat, eat, right? He, the guy, basically said, "Like we hungry." Yeah, he took. Three paragraphs. Oh, God. Dang. This is a long story. Your stomach growls with the ferocity of an untamed beast, and you are all too happy to sate it. Mm, what's sate mean? I don't know. Walking purposefully to the opposite side of your cabin's exterior, you remove a battered metal pot from an equally battered metal spike driven deep into the logs. Before returning to your cabin, you soup to pick up some wild parsnips, as well as a few sprigs of parsley, Hmm. all of which grow in abundance outside of your house. With the vegetables thrown haphazardly into the pot's uneven maw, you enter the cabin and prepare the fire. Delicately, you shape a cone of dried hay and smoke bracken and place it in the center of the fireplace next you gather some kindling a few twigs this is highly detailed and i'm like so, i'm falling asleep while i read me too. Uh, very detailed very detailed all of which you arrain in a nice pyramid over the yellowed grassy cone removing the tinderbox from your pocket you open the worn wooden container and remove the flint and steel the flint is cold and black mm. with rough serrated edges and glint in the sun's light the steel is an unadorned piece of metal shaped like a D so that three of your fingers can fit snugly and firmly. Like a D? <laughs> <laughs> Leaning in close to the fireplace, you hold the flint above the hay cone in between two stands of kindling. Raising your fist, you whip it downwards, skidding the metal fire starter off the harsh flint, emitting a cascade of red sparks which crackle through the air and spatter against the cone, gnawing at it from the inside. Leaning in closer, you blow a whisper of air into the newborn flame, pouring strength into it. The fire crackles greedily. Its many tongues lap hungrily at the kindling. You just gotta replace a few key words here, and we have an Mm R-rated writing. Uh, Kindling above, hot smoke, thick and black, breathes upward curling around the helpless pieces of kindling the tongues of flame are fast to follow their orange appendages wrapping around the wood and tightening their hold fresh fire erupts from the kindling taking firm hold and banding together coagulating into an orange inferno where is spoon boy (laughs) (laughs) is spoon boy gonna come now or later what is this this was rated five this was uh, yeah, this was a five, but this writing is beautiful. It's very beautiful, but in descriptive. Very descriptive. However, removing. I don't understand. <laughs> <sighs> Taking from a sizable pile outside of your door, you remove a heavy pine log and bring it inside, <laughs> placing it on top of the steady blazing fire. Okay, if this next paragraph that I haven't read forward yet is describing this fire one more time, <laughs> we're finding a different story <laughs> that's like two pages long. <laughs> Uh, the flames are momentarily admonished by the sudden rush of air, but quickly spring back into action, tearing voro- voraciously into the log's belly. 
With the fire taken care of, you dump the vegetables out of the pot and fill it with water from your rain barrel. Hanging the dripping pot over the roaring fire, you begin preparing the ingredients. For the parsnips, you remove the clots of dirt by vigorously rubbing them in your pant leg. Once cleaned, you remove your hunting knife and hack them into irregular lumps. You sound so bored. Gathering them. (laughs) It's very well written. Very well written. But... But not... We ain't got time. We ain't got time for this. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> but not even that time is a, is a problem. I don't think our listeners want to... <laughs> yeah, they're just like, okay, we're going to listen to Brad and Brittany describe how to cook parsnips. That sounds I mean, like something I want to do with my Monday afternoon. Our first chapter was about him shaving his beard. <laughs> and, like, later on going to burn them and, like, fill his entire cabin with the scent of hair burning. <sighs> so... Like... I don't know. Okay, let's just see. Let's see what the next page is. Okay, so incoming rain clouds roll over a faraway town and barrel onwards toward you, gathering in force. With the pot's contents now bubbling merrily, well, at least they're happy, you toss in the parsley as well as a handful of crushed salt. The aromas that waft from the metal pot tug coyly at your nostrils, and your stomach grumbles forcefully. Unable to wait any longer, you remove the pot from its hook inside the fireplace. Using a wooden ladle, you scoop up sloshing portions of gulp them and gulp them down. Your tongue burning from... Yeah, you, you dummy. God, you giant dum-dum. Like, mm-hmm. you think it's not hot? This is why McDonald's put the word hot on their cups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Taking a quick breath, you hunch back down and shovel more stew into your mouth. Spilling the brown liquid down your chin and splattering your grimy shirt. I thought I just changed his shirt. That's what I thought. I feel like we're at a plot hole. <laughs> With the soup demolished and your stomach sated. Oh. Oh, it just says keep going. Oh, we don't even no. get a choice. I don't even get a choice. He, this man has not given us any choices except for eat. Oh, this one's short. Okay. You pressed on words even deeper than Hmm. Haunting. Why is he sorry? It says press onward twice. He likes pressing onwards. He really likes pressing onward. I think we should turn back and keep turning back. Turn back and eat. <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, the rain lashes down. The wolf. Oh. The wolf comes up. Wolf Ooh. tracks. Wolf tracks. Oh. Okay, you read this page. All right. The rain lashes down in oppressing sheets, slipping across every inch of your skin. You have no choice but to turn back. Every few minutes, you check your powder horn nervously. What is a powder powder horn? horn? It seems dry, but there's (laughs) no way to check without opening it. The rain is so thick that it becomes difficult to see. The horizons blur into smears of brown and gray. To help keep your mind from dwelling on the clammy wetness of your clothes or the sore pain of the shaping of your wet shoes. Ew. <clears throat> Shaping is not good. Shaping is not. You stare resolutely at the ground, counting the seconds. Time begins to blur together, and you lose track of all except your keen sense of direction, which urges you ever southward, away from the forest and the hellish rain. Then your eyes catch on something marked on the ground that makes that makes your hand move immediately to the musket at your shoulder. Wolf tracks. <gasps> oh. That was a good howl. Thank you. Thank you. Most of them are smeared into obscurity by the rain's beating force, but one paw print remains recognizable. Kneeling, you carelessly drop a knee into the thick mud, but you barely notice its vicious grip. Oh, God, stupid. All your attention is focused on the beast tracks. By that depth and relatively good condition, they are recent. I I did not do very well in math. So if he's going to do geometry on us, I ain't got time. Mm -mm. Very recent. (laughs) (laughs) When you hold your hand above the paw print, it fits up to the knuckles of your fingers. Judging by the depth of your print, of the print, the animal could weigh anywhere from 150 to 200 pounds. That's a heavy animal. That's very big. That's a dire wolf. (laughs) Because of the erosion of the tracks, the animal's size is impossible to tell. But it's clearly a large wolf, at least one and a half meters. The claws are most concerning. Judging by the tracks, they are they are longer than normal, maybe an inch, thick and pointed. What does this mean? I have no idea. <laughs> the hairs on your neck prickle. Perhaps. I love prickle hair necks. <laughs> Perhaps it's a sixth sense. I can't say that fast. Sixth Perhaps sense. it's a sixth sense. Sixth sense. Sixth sense. Sixth sense. No, it's really impossible. Sixth sense. Sixth sense. 
It's Perhaps hard. Perhaps it's the voice of God himself. No. Perhaps it is just luck. Whichever, in an instant you stand up, shrug the musket from your shoulder and raise it. As you stare down the barrel, you see it, wavering in the obscurity of the heavy rain, the wolf. Let's shoot it. Shoot it. <gasps> Taking a better stance, you sight the wolf and pull the heavy iron trigger. Click, click. With a sudden rush of horror and realization, you remember that you never reloaded your musket. Wait, did we ever shoot it? Um, click. (laughs) Click, click. In the distance, the wolf snarls at you and begins to lope toward you. What exactly is the action of loping? (laughs) Thank you for that sound effect. Moving swiftly and efficiently. Hmm. What do we do? <sighs> reload or run? I think we... I want to reload. Let's reload. Let's get this guy dead. Keeping your eyes on the wolf, you tear the powder horn from your belt and rip the cork off with your teeth, spitting it out into the rain-spattered mud below. <laughs> Keeping one hand over the barrel to keep it dry, you sloppily pour a widely imprecise amount of gunpowder, spilling most on the ground. Way to go. Mm-hmm, dummy. Your eyes flick upwards. The wolf has increased his pace, rippling across the forest floor, loping. Loping. <laughs> We're going to keep reloading keep this. Keep loading it. Keep loading this piece. Mad with fear, you lash out clumsily and spill your bag of musket balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs> balls. <laughs> Onto the muddy ground, cursing incoherently with fear, and grab one along with a fistful of muck and ram it down the barrel. With perhaps just ten meters to go, the wolf closes in. God, finish loading. loading it already. Jesus. Jeez. Using your ramrod. Ooh. He's fl- got everything in his little <laughs> he really pocket. He does. Ramrod sounds hot. You yeah. flail wildly, missing the tube's entry twice before oh. finally jamming the musket ball into place. Hate Tossing the ramrod aside, you raise the musket and in, and in the same instant the wolf lunges into the air. Maw wide. Fangs gleaming a glistening light. Shoot it. Oops. Oh, I hit the mic. No time to aim. Your finger jerks the trigger and your vision is obscured by a violent belch of thick white smoke. Uh. The wolf's body slams into you, (laughs) knocking you to the ground. Your face is buried under its heavy gray pelt and your nose is filled with the reeking smell of wet fur and the iron stench of blood. Your mouth is smothered and you cannot breathe. The wolf makes no move to attack or back off. It just lies on top of you. Lazy. Mm-hmm. Get a job, wolf. You look it's, for nothing. Uh, right? It's immense weight slowly choking you. In a desperate attempt to free yourself, you flail wildly to no avail. Sparks flicker across your vision. You cannot feel your fingers. Summoning a final burst of energy, you heave leftwards. Every muscle in your body knotted and straining. At last, like a boulder crossing the lip of a... The wolf rolls on. <laughs> what was that? I lost. I lost a spot. <laughs> a porcupine. Percocet. Percocet. Percipice. Where do you see that? Precipices. Precipice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've never seen that word written. <sighs> of a precipice, the wolf rolls of your body. Hmm. I think it's supposed to be all wolf the, rolls. Wolf, wolf rolls. <laughs> a little chirping and a whooping. <laughs> Gasping for breath, you stare in horror at the thick stain of red clotting your shirt, but quickly realize the blood is not yours. Uh-oh. Beside you, the wolf lies immobile, <gasps> and on its chest, you see the hole matted by fur from which blood gushes copiously. The musket ball must have passed straight through the heart, killing the beast instantly. You breathe a ragged sigh of relief. Oh, my God, thank God. <laughs> For the first time, you become aware of the rain's absence. Oh, did the did the wolf make the rain? Oh, not the wolf. But the wolf? <laughs> <laughs> it must have stopped during your struggle with the wolf. Oh. The clouds are still thick, but through them... Shafts of gold sunlight pierce the darkness of the forest. You examine the body of the wolf and sigh with disappointment. This is a large wolf, nearly 200 pounds and four feet at the shoulder. We got it already. (laughs) Even in death, it radiates a ruthless majesty, a honed and skilled manhunter. But it is still just a wolf, not the wolf. 
Not your wolf. Like your father? Oh. Snatching your musket, ramrod, and satchel. Gotta check our inventory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You head southwards, back towards your home. They didn't really give you that many options. Here we go again. Uh, No. No. Mm -mm. No. No. No, we're done. Okay, so it's another poem, and it looks (laughs) like six months have passed. It's now snowy, and there's some things happening. You scream, and there's a lot of sweating. And then you keep hunting. Wait. Oh. You hunt for the wolf. You're hunting for the this wolf. This is the wolf. This is your wolf. This is your wolf. Then you get into a whole other story. And then you go into But I don't hunt. I don't like how they don't give me options. Right. That's what I want. I want options. If I'm doing see, choose my own story, I'm gonna just choose my story. Like go through it and then let's rate them, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> let's rate them low because this is not a choosing option. Look, I have to go to church. I don't get a choice to not go to church. And then I have to trade with the butcher. I don't get an option to not trade with the butcher. But what do I have to trade with the butcher? Just pelts? And then talk to, talk to the Father, to the Father Lucas. Lucas, who's probably the werewolf. I've played this D&D game before. And then I can just leave? There's no option. There's, There's He's no wasting my time. Return home. Read the book. Read the book. There's seriously, Read the There's page. seriously no options. No. Finish reading. Wait. Oh, n- leave oh, wait, now. Wait. Now we can leave now or we can wait till tomorrow. Let's leave now. Let's keep just, going. Let's just keep going. Let's get closer. Well, that's the thing is it you you choose to wait now, but you still got to keep going. That's true. There's not an option. That's deep. <laughs> let's keep your knife out. Let's remain calm and conciliary. Let's remain calm. Let's wait for Barnabas at the edge of the forest. Mm-hmm. Let's wait. wait. Let's fade. fade. Let's follow, follow the, the tracks. tracks. Let's the, the wolf. wolf. Werewolf. Another poem. Howling. Wake. Wake. You're going to be the werewolf. Oh, we have three. Destroy oh. the werewolf of the darkness fa- of the dark forest. Go far away. The missing piece. Let's destroy, destroy it. Destroy it. I'm isn't tired of looking at isn't it. Isn't that what we're here for? End game and leave comments. Yes, oh, that's what we need so to Barnabas do. So Barnabas rifle lies by his side and the musket balls and powder horn are at his hip. Carefully and methodically, you load the musket and then point upwards. You close your eyes and breathe deeply. Once, memories of the forest and spring, sweet and serene. Twice, memories of your father playing outside the cabin. Thrice, your fingers curl around the neck of the trigger and pull. The gunshot echoes through the forest, sending the ravens aflight. In the distant town of Watsable, a bed tolls. Hmm. End game. Were we the wolf? I think we're the... I think that's... The point. The point is that we ended up being the wolf. Stay away. Far, far away. No thanks. No thanks. Horrible, Rain. That was a horrible story. I did not like that one. It was nicely worded, but it was horrible. It was beautifully written. Mm -hmm. But I just did not like the, the... what is it called? The no options. The like no you options. Didn't have any options at all? It was no. It was definitely not a choose your adventure. No, it was not. It was like this guy wrote your adventure for you, and you get maybe one choice. Exactly. So you're a four year old. Exactly. Ugh. So how did you guys like that? Yeah. Did you? Um. I mean, what what are we asking them if they what did they like? Did they like that we read a story? I or... think. Well, we we did a lot of narration. We did. And then we did something different. Yes. This is a new kind of field of literature. I honestly want to do more of these. Yeah. Like our, we've been doing Audio Shelf for almost two years. Mm-hmm. It'll be two years in September. Mm-hmm. So we've been doing it for a while and we've had the same format for everything. Even for interviews, we've gotten into the same kind of format where we ask the questions and we do everything there and everything is perfectly fine. We review books, mm-hmm. we listen to them, and then we review them, and that is awesome and great. But what if we put in another little segment, mix it up every now and again, and do some different kind of book chats? Yeah. I mean, like, this was really cool. I like this. Mm-hmm. We could even do like segments for um i know that we want to do this like the movie things like mm-hmm. comparing tv mm-hmm. shows to their books or comparing movies to their, their books <gasps> sharp we objects that. comes out this week yes this sunday right mm-hmm. oh my god i'm so excited i've been missing something on sundays because of westworld yeah um but yeah so i think that we should we should change some things up a little bit yeah what do you guys think 
Yeah, should we do more of these? Um, maybe vet the story before we choose it? Or do you like going along with us and listening to us choose our own story? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we really had no idea what we were going to choose. Exactly. And if you have any choose-your-own-adventure stories that you would like us to read, if you've found them over the years or anything like that, you want us to check them out, send them our way. You can reach us at podcast at audioshelf.me. Um, shoot us an email and just tell us the site or send us the the story. Mm-hmm. And then give us your permission to read it on, on the air. I think that's a great idea. People should do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And if you want to stay up to date with more of Audio Shelf and what we got to offer, you should follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me and Facebook at Audio Shelf and Instagram at Audio Shelf underscore podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find us pretty much everywhere nowadays. So come and find us. Come subscribe and... Be a fan of the show. We also have a Patreon now. So if you would like to um, show your support and allow us to continue to upgrade and make Audio Shelf a better place to get your reviews and your books, I know that we want to build like an actual studio. Mm-hmm. So we would love to have support from our fans and our listeners. So if you want to go support us on Patreon, we have the link in our Twitter description. And you can just go donate a dollar. Everything helps. Mm. I can see it now in our own recording studio. That is $2. Yes. All right. Well, happy at 100th. Yes. I, I cannot believe that we've made it to 100 I feel like I'm an old person. Oh, my God. Not many podcasts make it to 100. No. Not many make it to, like, 25. Yeah. So I think we should be very proud of ourselves. I'm very proud of us. We do this weekly. Yes. And we are growing. Mm -hmm. We keep getting more Twitter and Facebook and Instagram followers. Mm -hmm. We're growing. We're growing. It's amazing. And we have it all to thank to you all. That probably made no sense. But your support means everything to us. So thank you so much for listening every week and tuning in talking to us on Twitter and Facebook and everywhere else and just being awesome. So until 101. Dalmatians. Yes. Uh, episodes. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, wait, episodes? Uh, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. What is that noise? Is that a vacuum? Is Eddie vacuuming? No, it's the air condition, I think, shutting down. But I already did that. I don't know why, why it's is it taking doing so- that. It's done that before. Oh, yeah. There we go. Okay. Okay. Podcast underscore. No. No? No. It's audio shelf underscore podcast.